Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello and welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Monty Walden. In recent years, I've noticed increasing interest in ideas such as organic wines, so-called natural wines, and biodynamic wines. I'll read for you some excerpts from my book, Biodynamic Wine, and follow up with some commentary on the topics covered. For those interested in acquiring the full biodynamic wine text, it's available from my publisher, Infinite Ideas, who right now is offering a discount of 15% through July 31st, 2020. To get the discount, use the code, which is bio15off at infiniteideas.com. That's bio, which is a B-I-O-1-5-O-F-F. One of the perks of biodynamic viticulture includes the ability to prepare cost-effective treatments from readily available wild plants that have adapted to local conditions. This week, we take a look at some more plant teas, decoctions, manures, essential oils, and other alternative treatments. Plant teas, decoctions... Liquid manures, oils and other alternative treatments. The use of teas, liquid manures, extracts and essential oils based either on wild plants or composted matter is widespread in biodynamic viticulture and is becoming more common in general wine growing too. This results from a greater understanding of the beneficial role the microorganisms such as yeasts fungi and bacteria, which these sprays contain, can play in keeping vines healthy by colonising both the rhizosphere, or the root zone, and phylosphere, the leaf surface. Plant and manure-based sprays can help reduce or eliminate reliance on antifungal treatments based on sulphur, for oidium for example, and copper for downy mildew, which, although approved in organics as contact sprays, can have adverse effects on soil and vineyard biota. Such plant and manure-based sprays are generally easy, quick, cost-effective and even fun to prepare, since the raw materials can often be gathered wild locally or grown on the estate. This suits wine growers working towards the biodynamic goal of turning the vineyard into a self-sustaining living organism. Locally gathered plants adapted to local conditions, are more effective at preventing or even curing diseases or imbalances specific to that locality. Commercially produced bacterial or fungal compost cultures are now widely available, but, apart from being expensive to buy, may adversely affect the balance of existing local microfauna and microflora, whose main stimuli should be the biodynamic corn manure 500, and the compost preparations 502 to 507. Plant teas and infusions. Wild plants have been used in medicine for thousands of years. Note, however, 
that whereas plant-based remedies for treating humans and animals are often made from the plant roots, for example dandelion or valerian, it is generally the flowers and shoots and leaves or even the bark which are used for treating crops or for treating compost with the six biodynamic compost preparations, numbers 502 to 507. Plant teas are made by pouring freshly boiled water over fresh or dried flowers and herbs and letting the mixture infuse before it is drained, so just like making normal tea. Maceration times tend to be short, usually less than 20 minutes, or the time it takes the water to cool. This is because the subtle, light, airy qualities that flowers like chamomile, dandelion, valeria and yarrow possess are said to be inhibited by excess heat or overly extractive macerations. Although woodier aromatic flowering plants, like rosemary for example, may be left to infuse for up to 24 hours. Chamomile tea. Chamomile is a popular tea amongst biodynamic wine growers. It is made from the flowers of the same strain of chamomile used in the biodynamic compost preparation number 503, and it's picked in exactly the same way. Chamomile is rich in sulphur, so blending its tea with the sulphur sprays used against oidium is said to make them more effective. Chamomile's calcium and potash content also help stimulate healing processes in vine shoots and leaves damaged by hail or by pruning. So the idea is that chamomile helps clear blockages. Dandelion tea. Dandelion roots are used in remedies to treat humans, notably to relieve skin ailments. For crops, however, the flowers are used and are picked in the same way as for the dandelion compost preparation number 506. Dandelion contains many nutrients, including calcium, copper, iron, magnesium, potassium and silicon. Dandelion silica is especially useful in strengthening and tightening vine leaves against fungal parasites in wet years or when full moon and lunar perigee coincide. It is recommended as a preventative spray at the start of the vine's vegetative cycle, after the first two or three leaves have appeared. It can be used alone or combined with small quantities of copper and sulphur vineyard sprays in spring. Stinging nettle tea. The most frequently used and arguably most effective tea used on biodynamic vineyards is made from the shoots and leaves of stinging nettles. These can be picked in spring or until midsummer, exactly as for the stinging nettle compost preparation number 504. Stinging nettles' multiple beneficial effects include increasing resistance to pests and diseases, aiding photosynthesis and stimulating growth by providing a long list of trace elements, including iron, potassium, sodium, sulphur, calcium, chromium, selenium, silicon, cobalt, zinc, magnesium and manganese. 
Countless French biodynamic wine growers say stinging nettle alleviates chlorosis, leaf yellowing, caused when iron and manganese become blocked on alkaline soils. Valerian tea. Valerian tea is made either by infusing valerian flowers in freshly boiled water or as a concentrate in exactly the same way as the biodynamic compost preparation 507, which is the valerian preparation. Just as humans take valerian tea as a sedative, wine growers can spray vines with valerian tea as a calmative after the stress of pruning. It can also be used to de-stress vines hit by hail, sprayed either on its own or added to any anti-downy mildew treatments, if these are also being used, perhaps combined with a few drops of arnica. Valerian warmth forces may also stimulate grape ripening and flavour development if sprayed in the weeks before harvest, possibly in combination with 501. So that would really normally happen only in a cool year if, if ripening is looking really slow and the weather's closing in. Combining valerian tea with the first horn manure 500 or prepared horn manure 500 when this is being sprayed on the soil around bud break may also mitigate against frost. In this case, add the valerian liquid at the very start of dynamization. So you're going to use the horn manure and the valerian together, the valerian tea and the horn manure, and you've got to stir them together. Yarrow tea. Yarrow tea is made from yarrow flowers, which are picked as for the compost preparation number 502. The tea's main role is to make sulfur sprays against oidium more effective by activating potassium or light processes in the vines, revitalizing them in the same way that people who are feeling run down drink yarrow tea in the morning as a pick-me-up. Some growers claim yarrow tea can make the subsequent wine less susceptible to oxidation. This is quite important if you're thinking about making natural wine. You know, the less oxidation you have, uh, the less reliance you're going to have on sulphur and the cleaner your wine is going to taste. Yarrow's other role is to help cane ripening if sprayed around Vaison. Adding some stinging nettles to macerate with the yarrow flowers produces a tea capable of regulating both fungal diseases and insects. Compost teas. Compost teas are made by aerating finished compost in water. Aeration activates beneficial microorganisms and helps them multiply. Compost teas improve soil biology when sprayed on the soil and as foliar sprays, they aid disease suppression and nutrient uptake in crops. Compost teas need the right balance of nutrients and the right range and populations of beneficial microorganisms. The base for the kind of fungal-dominated compost teas which are favoured in wine growing should be made from well-aged, meaning 6 to 18 months decomposition, of woody compost, from carbon-rich wood chips and chipped vine prunings or woody weeds like gorse and broom, plus Peter Proctor's cowpat pit preparation, which contain the biodynamic compost preparations, the six of them, which is 502 to 507. Also, hay, 
steeped in liquid manure slurry. Also seaweed, seaweed tea, vermicasts and vermiliquids, as well as molasses, basalt and limes. Once mature, the fermented compost is mixed in good quality water, ideally very slightly acidic, with no chlorine, so you decass it, and then aerated. Aeration can last up to 24 hours and is necessary because most beneficial bacteria, fungi, protozoa and nematodes are aerobic. 50% of the carbohydrates produced in crop leaves end up in the root system. It makes sense, therefore, for any food that plants produce as exudates from their roots or leaves, which is intended specifically for soil bacteria and fungi, is accessed only by beneficial, disease-suppressive organisms rather than disease-causing ones. Once safely in situ, beneficial organisms perform what is called niche occupation, meaning they take the space disease-causing organisms would otherwise occupy, and they take their food too. They can even predate disease-causing organisms. Protozoa feed on bacterial disease organisms, for example. They produce compounds that inhibit their growth. Beneficial bacteria and fungi play key roles in protecting crops above ground, while below ground, where bacteria and fungi are key, protozoa and nematodes also play vital roles. Plant decoctions. Decoctions are made by placing shoots, leaves, flowers or bark of the chosen plant in cold water, then bringing the mixture to the boil and, if necessary, then leaving it to simmer before filtering off the concentrate and diluting this to between 1 to 5 or 1 to 20 before applying it to the vineyard. Decoctions involve longer, hotter and more extractive macerations than for teas and infusions and are suited to extract the calcium from oak bark, the salicin from willow or the silica from common horsetail. The oak bark decoction is derived from the bark of the same strain of oak gathered in the same way as for the biodynamic compost preparation 505. Oak bark decoction can be used to complement the common horsetail 508 decoction, reining in excess, quotes, moon forces, which make vines grow vigorously enough to attract fungal diseases like rot and mildew, especially around full moon. Oak bark has high levels of both calcium, about 70% of the ashes is uh, calcium, on the one hand, and tannin on the other. The reason why, quotes, tan bark was widely used in tanneries. Tannic acid has insecticidal properties, while calcium protects against fungal growth. The oak bark decoction is seen by some growers as creating grapes with hardier, more, quotes, tannic skins, tightening them to make them more resilient against fungal attack. Overuse of this decoction, however, may cause a severe blockage in plant growth. Willow decoction is made from the shoots, leaves or bark of the white or common or European willow tree, 
His botanical name is Salix alba. The willow grows in humid willow bank conditions, yet never suffers from mildew. So its main role is antifungal, so acting against downy mildew and powdery mildew and botrytis. And it's a role it shares with both the common horsetail, or the 508 spray preparation, and the oak bark decoction. But the willow is easier to harvest than the latter, because more than the bark can be used. Willow's active ingredient is salicin. In the human body, salicin converts into salicylic acid, the forerunner of aspirin, but without the latter's stomach irritant effect. Salicylic acid levels are highest in willow in spring, which is when the plant material should be collected. Willow is popular amongst wine growers with grape varieties highly susceptible to downy mildew, like for example Grenache Noir. Liquid manures. Liquid manures are made by leaving plant material to decompose and ferment in water over a period of days or weeks or even months. Typically, wine growers fill old barrels with around 100 or 200 litres of rainwater, plunge as many armfuls as they can of whatever it is they are macerating in the water, normally 5 to 10 kilos is normal, and then leave the mixture to warm in the sun. This is called passive brewing. Comfrey liquid manure. Comfrey is a popular liquid manure in organic farming and home gardening. Like stinging nettle, comfrey is a rich source of nutrients and trace elements. Comfrey is especially good for fruit and seed filling crops because it stimulates potassium processes, aiding photosynthesis and reinforcing plant self-defense mechanisms, e.g. against downy mildew in viticulture. It de-stresses vines after hail and, like seaweed, can aid boron deficiency at flowering. The shoots and leaves are picked at the beginning of flowering. Comfrey can also be used as a tea. Comfrey is very widely used in, um, in home gardening or allotment gardening. Fern liquid manure. Fern makes a resinous scented liquid manure which French consultant Michel Barbeau claims can discourage attacks from grape berry moths and the leaf hopper vector of the Flavescence dorée, or grapevine yellows, phytoplasma disease, especially when used in conjunction with essential oils. Seaweed and kelp liquid manures. Seaweed extracts are popular products in health food stores for their magnesium content. In the late 1960s, France's first organic wine and farm consultants, Raoul Le Maire and Jean Boucher, recommended that powdered calcified sea algae or lithotham calcarium be used as a magnesium-rich soil amendment in vineyards at a rate of 80 to 100 kilos per hectare. The Le Maire Boucher method, as it became known, maintains magnesium is to vine sap what iron is to our blood. However, levels of magnesium and calcium must be balanced in soil for healthy crop growth. Seaweed is also super rich in those several dozen trace elements and salts which can be lacking in soils which were never part of the sea floor. 
stinging nettle liquid manure. This is the most commonly used liquid manure in vineyards. It is made from the stems and leaves of stinging nettles, which are cut before or at the beginning of flowering. Its effect is similar to, but more powerful than, the fresh tea version of stinging nettle. Stinging nettle liquid manure is generally sprayed on the soil or on vines as a pick-me-up after early spring frost and against early season chlorosis. Weed manures. Weeds outcompete cultivated crop plants and, as a result, contain vital nutrients often missing from soils. Nettles and dandelions, for example, are high in calcium, iron and magnesium. Thistles are high in phosphorus as well as trace elements like zinc and manganese. Balance can be restored by macerating weeds in water to make a concentrate, then spraying this on the soil. The extract can be made from the branches, leaves, flowers and roots of whichever weed predominates. Ferments made from weeds which spread through rhizomes and stolons are supposed to be especially beneficial. Weed manures should be made from just one weed type at a time, as mixing species may interfere with the breakdown process. Essential oils. The use of essential oils of the type used in aromatherapy is increasing amongst wine growers, especially in France. The volatile aromatic compounds in essential oils can play a role in repulsing insect pests and stimulating crop resistance to fungal disease organisms. The aromatic compounds are expressed either by pressing, cold extract, or by distillation in steam. Examples of essential oils include eucalyptus, used early in the season against downy mildew, palmarosa, against fungal disease organisms, fennel and lavendin, to repulse various insect vectors, garlic and fennel, against the great berry moth. Essential oils of thyme or clove can even be used against frost. Sage, citronella, sylvester pine, grapefruit and eucalyptus are other bases for essential oils used in viticulture. And the good thing about them is only tiny volumes of raw material are needed. Thank you for following this discussion on alternative biodynamic treatments. As always, I'm your host, Monty Walden, and I invite you to join us again next week to learn about working according to celestial rhythms. If you're interested in my book, Biodynamic Wine, my publisher, Infinite Ideas, is currently offering 15% off through July the 31st, 2020, with offer code BIO15OFF. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.